Hello and welcome to The Huddle. Liam Santamaria back with you and uh, the preseason coaches series is roaring along. We've had six stop by The Huddle and chat about the upcoming season. And today we're heading to Wollongong, the head coach, the new head coach of the Illawarra Hawks, Jacob Jacomas. So sit back, relax. Up next, Jacob Jacomas. Hey coach, what's happening? Liam, how you going? Thanks for having me. I am good. Thanks for thanks for coming on. And can I say you just look spectacular in the Hawks gear and the cap and the red background? It's a picture. Yeah, you know we we we're, we're making a big big push to wear our gear at practice and all that. So you know I got to make sure I lead by example. <laughs> um, and the background wasn't done on purpose. No, there's no way that was done on purpose. I'm in the CEO's office right now, so I'm lucky enough to have a room to myself. Oh, okay. So can you poke around? Can you get the budget papers out? I've just signed myself to an extension. That's all I, <laughs> that's all I really care about right now. <laughs> Love, it. Love it. Hey, um, how's preseason practice going? Preseason has been good. It's been a bit disruptive, obviously, um, in a good way. Uh, guys, um, guys went deep into the MBL one, so um, they were going home over the weekends to um, to uh, to play their games, which we were able to follow. And um, a lot of the guys needed to play, so that was a good thing. Um, we got our um, Americans a little lateish. You know, we started to sign late so we could get uh, the right ones. So they've just started to arrive, and then obviously one of them's just gone back for some for some family reasons, which we knew about. Um, before leaving which is which is normal you know but um, so we had two days of us all together um, and then you know once had to go and then obviously we're really proud of the guys that made the boomers team really really proud of those guys getting that opportunity and um, and um, in different ways they all did well which was which was great but you know in the first year you like to have them all here and um, hanging out with each other we do have a bit of a big turnaround obviously Coaching staff and coach, massive shoes to fill. I'm sure you're going to ask me about that at some <laughs> stage. Uh, I, got, I got a generic answer for everyone. But no, there's massive shoes to fill in that, in that thing and not even trying to fill them. Um, and, then, um, and then obviously with the players all the way and stuff like that. But we're just kicking on, you know, we're just kicking on and uh, having good days and, you know, and just uh, trying to get better every day. Love it. Love it. Um, who, who's who's head back, George or, or Justin? George. George is head back. Okay. All right. And so, ha- how long until he's back in town? We're going on a preseason trip to uh, New Zealand tomorrow, and he'll be back by the time we're back. So he's just going to miss the preseason games. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of preseason games, you actually had one a couple of days ago. You played one of the touring college teams, UC Riverside. Uh, got some things done, which is what preseason's about. Didn't get. The win? What what was like your key one or two takeaways from that game? Um, I think that um, I think with it is that uh, a world offensively where Tyler and Justin can operate together. Um, that looks positive right now. Obviously, we had one one practice together before we did that, and I'm not making excuses by no means in that space. I'm not being that guy, but you know that that was positive. Um, I mean, being out, the ability to being able to defend um, is another one for us where um, I thought we were a little bit too aggressive. You know what I mean? So, um, but 
that's a positive side where we can we can pull pull it all back a little bit. But obviously, we got killed on the glass, and that's a big emphasis. And this is a rebounding league, mm. so it was good early on. And you know, we appreciate from the opposition that they smacked us in the teeth with that one. Um, so you know, we learned that lesson quick and uh, move on. You've had a long history and uh, and journey and career in the game to get to this point, but now you're an NBL head coach. You are a head coach in one of the very best leagues in the world. H- how are you feeling about this opportunity? Um, I think it's every kind of feeling in the world that you can have in life I've had over the last six months. So obviously excited, honored, nervous, angry, (laughs) frustrated, uh, you know, excited again. Uh, You know, I think every you can and I'm sure every coach and I'm hoping if I go 20, 30 years into this head coaching experience, I still have those same feelings because that means I still have that new energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that, that every coach around the league has, has some sort of, some sort of, you know, roller coaster ride like I do. You know what I mean? And then obviously the, the best thing about it, the best feeling about it is the growth, the learning that I get to have on a day to day about myself, about my team and about my, about my, my, and my team's ability. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just love it. And then obviously um, taking on those lessons from um, obviously Brian's a big part of it, but there's been some other people along the way, but Brian's a massive one and, and trying to put my own uh, little spin on it. I know you want me to say swag, but I'm not saying it. So <laughs> but put my, own, put my own little spin on it um, that way, but it's definitely, um, it's definitely, um, you know, um, early on, it's humbling, but it's it's been great. It's been great, and I'm definitely honoured and and really happy because I know there's people that have not had these opportunities that I've been able to get. Mm. Um, I was going to pull out two of the emotions that you spoke about there, and what one was going to be honoured, but you just sort of talked about it a little bit in that regard, an appreciation for the fact that there are only so many head coaching jobs at this kind of level at home for you in Australia, but, but around the world, as you know, from your career. So you've spoken of that. Let me dig into one of the other ones. What over that past six months in this journey so far has made you angry? Oh, no. Why'd you go to that one for? Can't you go to the happy bit? No, I'm not so much angry, but. No, no, come on, man. No, no, no. Don't backpedal on me. You said angry. No, I mean that—that's a small spite of something that didn't go our way. So right. if it's if we miss a recruit, if we miss an, an import, you know, like the maturity, the, the learning about uh, the free agency from the head coaching um, world, and I'm I'm sure everyone in the league would agree their first time. You know what I mean? Like you don't understand why it can't get done quicker, or you right. don't understand why we just can't get everyone we want. Mm. Um, you know, you know, everything like that. So in spaces like that, where I don't get my own way, I, I do tend to sook and get angry. So, um, <laughs> but I do that behind closed doors. I didn't really want to tell everyone about that. You know what I mean? I'm sort of, well, let's keep that between us. <laughs> hey, it's a roller coaster ride, man. I mean, the head coach, Ooh. coaching is a roller coaster ride of emotions. And then when you're the head coach, but you're also the quasi general manager and you're in the, you know, like, because in NBL teams, as distinct to NBA teams, for example, you are very heavily involved in the recruiting process and in and in trying to get recruits. Then you go through all of those emotions as well. And I've described this previously as being like, you know, when you're house hunting 
and you feel like you've found the house and you start dreaming about what the life you're going to lead in that house looks like. And it just starts, you just picture it and it's a beautiful thing. I feel like that must happen for you guys in the recruiting process. You talk about these guys that you might've missed out on along the way. You would have had through some periods where you've been like, I know what this is going to look like with that guy on my squad. And then it doesn't play out that way. Then, then you get the guy too. And then your first mortgage repayment comes. <laughs> he comes, <laughs> you know, I mean, just for the people at home that want to know how that feels. You save up for this house and then you get the first mortgage repayment and you look at your bank balance. You go, what the hell is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Coaching's exactly like that, man. It's exactly like that. Mm. And, you know, I haven't, I, I mean, um, not to be arrogant or anything, I haven't coached a possession yet in this league. It is a ferocious league and the coaching is elite. And if you come underdone, um, you know, it, you're going to get, you, you're going to know about it real quick. So, um, but they're the challenges we have, um, you know, which is, which is great. And I'm sure I'm going to get a few mortgage repayments in, um, in the year, but I might also get, you know, I might have also be able, you know, but we get some winnings as well in that. So in, in sure. between it, so For sure. yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a, it's going to be a cool ride. And then and the guys we do have, the guys we're able to retain and the guys that we've recruited right now, um, you know, just really happy that um, I get to do it in my first year with those kind of guys that I trust. Love it. And we're going to talk specifically about some of those guys in a little bit, but can you do me a favor for a second? And this is going to play better for those that are watching the video of this conversation, but can you just tilt the top part of your laptop back a little so we can yeah, keep going, keep going. There we go. There we go. So that's the goat now is, uh, is in shot and he's looking down from above, keeping a close eye. How'd you see that? I, I, how did you see that? It's like he's, he's looking over me right now. He's keeping a close eye, my man. I mean, he's handed you the reins and he's keeping a close eye on for seeing that. Feel free if you, if you don't want him in shot anymore. Go back <laughs> yeah, go to how you want to have it. But, but, but you're taken over from the greatest to ever patrol the sidelines in the NBL. And when he arrived in, in Illawarra, the team hadn't made the finals for three years since Bevo last took them to the grand final series. And then it was bang, bang, game three of a semi-final series on both of those occasions. I think there's, I spoke about this earlier today when we shot NBL overtime. There's an old adage in, in coaching, which is like you often, you don't want to be the, 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 the coach who takes over from like the guy. You know what I mean? Like they're having that, John Shea is having that at Duke right now. Scott Morrison had that last season with Trevor Gleason. How are you reconciling that, the big shoes to fill balanced with the great opportunity that this is? You know, I, I get asked that all the time. Um, so every single thing I did like this in regard to now that obviously Brian's moved on and then before that, um, I always get asked about Brian, which obviously it's a, it's a great honour and I'm not sitting here without him, him being a part of my coaching journey and now part of, you know, my, my life. So I can't, so I can't really, you know, like think of it like, you know, it's a, it's a burden to take over from someone like that. But I've got to be realistic with it. He coached over, I mean, I think it was over 800 or what was it? 900 games in the league. So many games. Uh, he, so more many games, games than Yoda years. Yeah, yeah. So, so many games. And, and also, but everyone needs to know he had an 11-year 
little break from that deal as well. So he could have coached a million games in this thing. And he's got the highest win percentage of any other professional coach in the country. So when I come into it, there is no way in the world I'm trying to fill those shoes. All I'm trying to do is, is um, keep, um, keep going from where he started this and, and then um, move it forward with the guys I got in, in a way we got in a way only, only I can do it because I've learned from the best as long as I've been there. So I can do it my way whilst learning from him from 15 years. If I come try and be like him, I'm going to fail because I've coached zero games and he's coached a, a million. You right. know what I mean? Gotcha. But, you know, I was there for a few of them too. I just thought I'd let everyone know that as well. <laughs> well, that's right. And, you know, that's interesting because Dean Vickerman talks about this. And people say, when people call Dean Vickerman a three-time championship winning coach, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about those I won as an assistant? They don't count. He's like, they yeah. count to me. I was, I was involved in that team. And, you know, that's something that shouldn't be overlooked is, is the fact that you, those two semifinal appearances, you were a part of that coaching staff and, and a part of that success. And you, you're, you know, for Illawarra's sake, you're going to be a part of more moving forward. You talked about there what you've learned from him. Yeah, when you're coaching, you've got to be yourself, but you can also and should also learn from people along the way. What through your time with him, maybe the top kind of couple of things, kind of umbrella elements and, and philosophies about coaching, do you think you've taken from him that you are actually going to use as a head coach? I'll, I'll give you two things right now is what I learned from him and I, it took me a while to learn it was his unbelievable will to win. Um, we would be, and that's not in the NBL, we would be sitting in the CBA in China and he'd be sitting at the game going, something smelling here in regard to how the foul count's going. <laughs> and I'd, I'd walk up to him in the game, i go, Gorgia, uh, you know, this one, <laughs> it's, uh, something's going on here. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, you can let your mind travel in that space, but <laughs> he, he once turned around, I think we were playing at Shishuan, in Shishuan. I think the game went to three overtimes and we had two guys ejected. They also had some guys ejected too, don't get me wrong. And I think we ended up with our starting two guard in the five. And we run middle pick and right the end of possession and our guard at the time, Bobby Brown, hit a runner from about the three-point line that did the Kawhi Leonard at Philly. You know, boing, 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 in. But I went up to him at three-quarter time. I go to him and I learned and I figured it out then. And I always knew he had it, but I figured it out then. I go, yo, uh, this one, man, like, because, you know, we play Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. You know, we've had a game on Friday that was just as important. I go, let's wrap it up. You know, like, it's like, not wrap it up because you'd never say this as a coach. And he goes, let's just see how we go here. You know what I mean? Right. He snapped his head and he goes, I ain't, I ain't losing this one. I won't say the next three words that came out of his mouth to me. So, like, then I saw, thought to myself in my head, and I can't use the words I thought, but I go, this guy doesn't lose. You know mm. what I mean? And then, obviously, we had a couple of those that year. That couple of that year where we stormed the bench a bunch of times where we won games where we shouldn't have. And um, it had something to do with um, the guys we had around us, obviously the team, you know what I mean, which is the most important part. But obviously his, um, his, um, his, you know, his, I don't have a word for it, but I'm going to say odor on it or what he does over his, his, whatever he does to make 
people believe they can win all the time. Mm. And then the, the second lesson now that, now that I haven't been around him, how easy it was for him. You know I mean, like I'm doing sometimes a practice and we have a bit of a, a bad day and I was always the chirper, you know, like come in, say a little piece and then go hide behind him. You know what I mean? Sort of thing. But <laughs> I was a, now, now there's nowhere to hide, but <laughs> you know, doing this thing day to day, dealing with everyone day to day, dealing with management, dealing with sponsors, dealing with ownership, not that it's all bad, but the amount of time that you have to give up and to still concentrate and keep basketball as your main focus is an mm. unbelievable skill. Mm. And I am just realizing that now. And, and sometimes I'm failing and sometimes I'm succeeding, but you know, I, they're the two lessons is, is, is will to win. And the way you can just lock into basketball where in, in all seriousness, everyone wanted a piece of him. You know what I mean? So how he just focused in on basketball boomers, um, boomers, Illawarra, you know, um, doing something for this guy, doing something for that guy, media, mm. owners, you know, and just to lock in and to be great every day, uh, it, it was a skill. And, you know, I mean, I'm admiring it right now because, um, you know, I'm learning as I go, learning on the job. That's cool. That's cool. All right, you know who else is learning on the job right now are the guys that are new to the organization. Justin Robinson, George King, not with you right now, but he'll be back soon. Mango Matiang, th those three in particular, they're going to be big, important key players for you over the course of this season. Um, what, what are you excited about with each one of those guys? Um, so Man Mango, were, Mango is someone that's trying to, and everyone here has a reason to be here. So realistically, everyone that I spoke to in the recruiting uh, process. So if it's Deng Deng, Wani, and I like to mention everyone too, the three that we're getting, because we are trying to build a little bit of a team here and it's not just one guy, mm -hmm. has, has their own individual reason to be here. And then as a basketball coach, I'm trying to put that thing together to make sure everyone wants, gets what they want individually whilst getting the best team results. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's an individual program in a team environment. You know, and I know that sounds a little bit like J Jake, you're crazy because this is a team sport, but we have to have an, our own inner motivation. For so sure. what I do like about all, all three of them and the other guys that we've recruited in and the guys we have here already is everyone's got a little bit of drive and we're all pretty much sitting on the same page. We're young. Um, we're young and we're not going to use that as an excuse. Um, we want to get better and we want, we want a not a better day, we want to build this and if we if if we win and if we do well and if we play a great brand of basketball we get what we want after this so we're just and if it's the nba if if it's mango to establish himself what he really was before he got hurt marquee like um resume if mm. you were to say or player if you mm. were to say it george wants to establish like tyler like bryce cotton a home he's been around the he's been around the block with everything and so that involves winning one he wants one he's had great success as we all know he's been at one of the one of the best clubs in the competition then he won a championship last year with sydney now he wants to build something on his own and deng deng's obviously coming back um to bring himself into a situation where he's comfortable and starts to because he did bounce around a lot start to become something where he's a sought-after figure in the free agency. You know what I mean? But all that links into, into winning. 
And I'm not saying these guys are here for one year or anything. We signed Wani for two. We, we're going to get ding, ding, but, you know, that sort of stuff. And Mango, obviously, you know, there's certain guys that are a one-year deal. But in saying that is, is I like the fact that everyone in this thing, Sam's trying to be in a boomer, an Olympic boomer, a World Cup boomer. You know I mean? Greed is trying to get back to, he should be a starter in the league right now. You know, we got a bunch of guys right now that are young, want to get better, um, happy to grow with me in the role. You know what I mean? As a, fir- as a first year head coach. And, 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 you know, as we go through this process and make mistakes and we got a bunch of you guys, we make them together and eventually we get better together. So yes. I like the fact with all of them is that they all driven um, and a lot of it's linked to if we win and if we play a good brand of basketball, we get what we want after this. Love it. Love it. And I also enjoyed the little backhand slap to the big cousins up the freeway there. You oh, no. said, no, no, no. You said Wani had been that. at a good club and he won a championship with the no, king. No, 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 no. I'm not getting involved in that. I'm not getting hey. involved in that at all. I'm going to sit here in my little box and we're going we're gonna to try play hard. And don't get me wrong. I mean, they're the defending chance and we're going to re- respect that. And, we're get, and the respect is we're going to, when, you, when we go into their venue or when they come into our venue, I hope we respect them and play as hard as we can against them that way. But I am not doing that, what everyone else has done in that business. It's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? We're, it's about basketball. Last, last year, mm-hmm. we started chirping, this and that, whatever. It's about the players and what's because there were two really good basketball teams on the floor. And mm-hmm. I want to talk about basketball with those guys, you know, that way. So I'm playing that one that way where um, there's no slaps. You don't try to start anything, Liam. Hey, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just echoing what you said, my man. I'm Yo, just echoing. I was, yeah, nah, I was there that way. And I, I don't mind both. I don't mind the rivalry. Don't get me wrong. And I was able to sit on both sides of it. And it's fun both ways. And it's, and I've only had been able to do it as a head coach once. And this is the way I'm doing it. And I'm hoping it is nasty, but basketball nasty. None of that, none of that talk. I love it. I love that too, Jacob. I love it. Hey, Liam, no, no, you're not doing that to me. You are not, (laughs) that is not happening. We are not doing that right now. Not getting some quote Jacob said, God. (laughs) Hey, uh, you know what you are doing right now though, is you're trying to fill that last fully contracted spot on the roster. Um, and you have been looking at what that could be and what that might be. And we're getting close to the start of the blitz coming up soon. And it's my understanding, not quite yet locked away. What, what, what's the state of play with that last spot right now? Look, they're looking uh, everywhere for it, obviously um, with free agency um, and with um, the extra team in Tasmania and with everyone locking their parts up um, pretty quick. And also, we lost a lot of talent in the league this year. So we lost Delaney, we lost Duop. Um, I hope I haven't disrespected anyone else in regard to Aussies who we uh, who we who yeah, we, JLA who we lost. In. But these, they're you know, yeah. JLA. My apology, Jack White. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not disrespecting them obviously because they were at a team. But there's been a lot of you know good players lost in the league. So that means everyone swooped on free agency pretty quickly. So. Mm-hmm. You know, um, management right now are looking at different sort of avenues where we can get a little bit of an advantage. You know what I mean? Um, you know, um, Aussies that aren't signed yet somewhere to here. Maybe the next star realm, someone that could play in that. And then obviously that Asian import. So that stuff sort of happens a little bit late. And, you know, we could 
you know, we could strike out of it, but we feel we still have a little bit of time. It could, uh, we've already had a disruptive preseason anyway. So waiting a couple more weeks and maybe landing something that you wouldn't usually land, um, you know, hopefully that, um, that ends up. But if not, um, you know, there's a bunch of Aussies that are still unsigned that um, would be great pieces for us right now. All right, nice, man. All right, hey, I want to wrap this up. I've got two more to little um, topics for you. One, one a little lighter side. Let's go back a little while. I, I asked Will McDowell White when he, I had him on the podcast a little while ago about his experience. I think it was maybe the 16, 17 Kings, and it was an interesting group that he had. I want to take you back to the 2015, 16 Sydney Kings. Now that was an interesting season. It started as an assistant to Damien Cotter. He got moved on and um, then things got kind of wild from there. I just remember you, Joe Connolly was the head coach. I can remember Hammer at one stage during that season describing Joe with the with his he'd taken the jacket off, the t-shirt was out. He said he looks like he's in the line for a kebab at 2 a.m. Which which I will never and I can remember you and, and Ben Knight running out onto the floor from time to time, just being like, hey man, cool your jets. Like we've got to refocus here. Like um, what what kind of a learning experience about the game and the business of basketball was that season for you? It was, it, it, it's helped me. I mean, obviously um, I was lucky enough to be with Brian um, at the Kings with Billy and Brian at the Kings and then, um, and then uh, China and how it was done one way. And then, and then when Damien called me, you know, Damien um, is a close friend and, um, and I wanted to come back home for a bit. So um, it was a no, no brainer to me, but what I learned was um putting putting effort into um this part of the year is really important mm-hmm. um when i say it's free agency and um and then and then and then what i learned about it is as it went on and as joe took over i was able to uh you know he was at, he he let me do more things like in regard to mm. um uh, scouts and uh preparation he had his own way he did things which was his way and um, which in, in some stages we might have needed some of that energy at the time. I don't, I don't really remember. It was wild, not just for that is we, and we had, I think we still have the most number of people ever on a roster. You know what I mean? Right. That year. We, we had, we had some, it, it just seemed like every week we had an injury. We had a beer poured on one of our Americans in the game. Marcus Thornton. Uh, yeah, that was, that was different. Um, I've never really yelled at someone not to get back on defensive transition. He's come back and go, I need to wash my hair. You know what I mean? That was a, that was a little bit different there. Um, um, and then, yeah, we did have Joe come in and he, he, he was different, um, you know, uh, but there's some things, um, you know, he did well, you know what I mean? And we needed a bit of a kick up our, up our back, backsides with certain things. But what I do remember it is now is, I got some, I, I got some unbelievable lifelong friends from it, from one of the, you know, worst performing years I've, I've, I've ever been a part of. Um, you know, I still get on with Tommy Garland. I'm really good with, with Reese Carter. Um, you know, Jason Kiddie, we speak to all the time, even though I knew Jason from a young age. Um, there's a bunch of people in, in that group. Julian will message me every once in a while. 
when we get a win. You know, obviously we got a little bit of a win in Melbourne, and I, I was, I get some warmth every once in a while from those guys, and I like to warm back when something happens in their lives. And it was only one year; it was crazy, mm. but it was so crazy that, and so many wild things happen that we actually sort of got on a bit and I was able to learn my craft every day on, on someone else's dime, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it, there was, there was story after story and between that and China and COVID the first year being here, it's there's story after story. I couldn't remember it all molds into one. So I couldn't really <laughs> say it, but, um, Joe was a really nice man. I do remember the, 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 uh, the kebab, uh comment um i think he laughed it off too so i don't think he was too upset about it but it was, um, it was know, so was, apt it really yeah, really it, it really hit the mark yeah it was it was good he was sweating like that too i think at the time if i remember because he had the towel but no nah, it was a it was a trip that year and um and there was some crazy things happen and some things you, you know there's, you, you want to sort of forget about as well don't get me wrong because we didn't win a lot but um uh, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was a trip. I'm hoping I'm not remembered for that when it's all said and done though. How's that sound? No, I like it. I like it right now. You you remembered for the swag you brought for, to, to be in the head coach for a, a hot little uh, minute last season. Well, speaking of how you'll remember things, that's how you remember that 2015, 16 season. How do you hope when you look back on it, you remember the 22, 23 season? Um, I hope I hope it's a part of um, where we build and not saying it's a, um, you know, it's a rebuilding year. It's not, that's not the excuse is where we start at a certain level and finish better. Now, if our base is right now is where we win every game, you know, uh, you know, then we win every, you know, then we go through the playoffs undefeated. If it's where we start, win some, lose some, and then we get on a run. I hope that at the end of the day, with what we're trying to build here, we, and with a winning mindset, obviously, is we start the pro, we start the process at this level, and whatever it is, we finish higher than we started. You know what I mean? And then eventually, that leads you to so you start with a you know your first game, which leads to a a great regular season, which leads you into the playoffs, hopefully. Which then from the playoffs, you start you start again, and you build from the playoffs into making the grand final, into winning a championship. So I hope that everything we're doing here is is process driven that way where we take steps we don't try to say to ourselves because it is new we came second next year we got to finish first or anything right. like that right you know that's where we start at a certain level you know what i mean and i'm you know don't get me wrong i'm hoping to win every game but of where it's where, where we're not going we're not playing the season like that we're going in that direction doesn't matter how quick or how slow we do it awesome man Awesome. Well, good luck with that process as you as you embark on the the rest of the preseason, the start of the regular season, and we're going to watch with with great interest and uh, the the journey along the way. And we're going to enjoy the fact that you're cutting your teeth as a head coach in this league. So good luck with it. No, I, I appreciate it, and I hope I haven't said anything that gets repeated um, on real like swag like last time. I really hope I haven't, but I I appreciate being on, and I can't wait um, to get get out there and see our fans at our first home game awesome man cheers thanks thanks liam thanks